Well, hello and welcome to episode five of season two of In the Growth Space. I'm David McGlennon. I'm really glad that you've chosen to join me here today, and I'm really excited to introduce you to the two guests that I have today because they're both business owners and they're both running two multi-million dollar businesses. And, and you're going to hear some really great stories from them of, of pushing past terror barriers and overcoming obstacles and, and, and really a stories of resilience. Now, before we get into this conversation, though, let me just welcome you if you're a new listener. I know that we've been getting some new folks listening in, and I'm really grateful for for that and, 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 and really grateful that our message of growth is, is reaching more leaders. So if that's you, welcome and thanks for joining us. You know, our podcast is, is really all about exploring and, and examining what it takes to grow and, and what it means to grow and then hearing stories of, of how others have grown that will help spur us on as well. Because really hearing from other stories can help us when we need that encouragement ourselves the most, you know, so often we hear what others have struggled with or what they've overcome. And, you know, it helps to give us the energy to keep moving forward and, and really doing the hard things. So whether you're a leader of a team, a business owner, or a high achiever, you're going to get something that you can take away and help you along your growth journey. I've said this before, but if we want to truly grow, it just means busting through the terror barrier and feeling the discomfort of doing something new while acting anyway. And it's so good when we break through those barriers. And you're going to hear some stories of those breakthroughs today with uh, Katie and Stefan Hyatt. And, and these are really two amazing business owners who are so down to earth and, and just hungry for growth. So first, let me tell you about Katie. Katie is an owner of three successful companies. She's a wife and a mom of two, and, and she has a passion for facilitating growth. As she began her career as a landscape architect and has over a decade of experience in commercial and residential design and construction management. And over the last 10 years, she has had a passion for becoming the best leader possible for her multi-million dollar businesses, Plantivity LLC, Eleven Logistics LLC, and her 55-year-old family business in North Carolina. She strongly believes that cultivating strong relationships is a key to successful business. And you're going to see shortly the depth of Katie's heart, but one of the things she likely won't share is that she and her husband, Stefan, have provided all of the trees and plant material for every Habitat for Humanity home built in Eagle County, Colorado for the last four years. They both have such a heart for giving. And, and Stefan, he grew up uh, planting trees and raising vegetables with his grandfather, Hyatt, who had him out planting when he was barely able to walk. And by the time he was six years old, he was a young entrepreneur selling his grandfather's vegetables and fruit door to door. That's an amazing story. And, and in his, his teenage years, he had his own landscape maintenance business. And, and so he's been an entrepreneur from a very, very young age. And in college, Stefan uh, studied landscape architecture. And his roommate introduced him to the new agriculture and horticulture where he just fell in love with the touch and smell of plants. I know you're going to love meeting Katie and Stefan. 
Well, Katie and Stefan, welcome to In the Growth Space. I am super excited to have you both here. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Yeah, yeah, we're excited to be here. Yeah, you know, I, I love bringing people on who have a great growth story, and I know that you both do. And um, I, I guess let's let's start kind of back. You you both are entrepreneurs. You you, you know you have two multi-million dollar businesses that you're running. Um, so you've got a lot of stuff going on. How did all of that start? I don't, I'll let you guys figure out who wants to start the, the show, but I, I, I promised I'd pick on Stefan a little bit too. <laughs> well, I mean, I was in the nursery industry, kind of grew up uh, being a ski bum. Uh, one of the, wanted the the uh, winter's off. So yeah. I tried to find a career that would allow me to work as much as I possibly could during the non-ski season. Yeah. And so uh, at the time I was working, you know, sponsored by a ski company and I was chasing, you know, chasing the snow, chasing wherever I could go, get photos and whatnot. Yeah. And then I ventured, my buddy called and said, Hey, there's this great industry. You studied horticulture in college, you know, come, come check out, uh, this tree farm. Yeah. So I fell in love with the plant industry right away. Cool. I uh, got the winners off was the idea <laughs> and long and short met this beautiful woman next to me <laughs> as with, with her career. Love it. Love it. Katie, how about you? So how did, how did you fall in love with plants, let alone this guy? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I went to school to be a landscape architect and okay. I love being creative and I love nature, honestly. And um, my mom, my grandpa were very into horticulture and gardening. And um, so I put those two things together and went to college, studied landscape architecture. And um, yeah, then this guy, actually, the story's kind of funny. <laughs> um, Let's hear this. Landscape architects and nurserymen don't typically get along because... Uh. I guess landscape architects are very picky. They can be egotistical. They're critiquing our eight years of worth of growth. You want to talk about growth mindset. I got eight years to get a little tree to somebody's front yard. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's truly in the growth space, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So the story goes, I was, I was trying to find trees for a client of mine at his nursery where he was working and, um, he tells it different, but um, he took me to see some trees that I wasn't happy with. And he'll tell you, he drove me around in a figure eight, brought me right back by the same trees. And I was happy with those trees. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And for yeah, some I reason, it. I decided to ask him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you asked him out. Yes, yes. Interesting. Oh, Very. I love it. I love it. Well then, so, so how did you guys start your businesses? I, I'm, I'm always curious about like starting your businesses and, and, and making the, the, um, the, the, the choice to do that kind of the, I was going to say the leap to do that. Um, because I know that sometimes when people are wanting to, to start a business, there's a lot of fear involved. I mean, we've talked about the growth space, getting outside of our comfort zone and kind of really going into that place where you've never been before. How did you guys do that? How did you make that decision? Well, I'm going to step in here. I was terrified of this. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I got a kudos to this woman. She, she pushed the whole entire envelope, but for me, like I would give every reason not to, uh -huh. and, you know, I was working for all different kinds of companies and I was super successful 
going from being retail sales, moved into wholesale sales, moved into, you know, managing wholesale sales to then starting, you know, starting a nursery of 800 acres for another person, Mm. right? And then a hailstorm come wiping it out, completely out. But I was still terrified, even being able to do all that until she was like, hey, here we go, right? And I was... I was, um, we had a, like a three-year-old, three and a half-year-old, I think at the time, um, I was working for someone else and, um, actually the recession hit in 2008, 2009, and I got laid off from my job and, um, I went to work for a nursery Stefan's like, my buddy's starting a nursery. Why don't you go help him out? And, um, but honestly, what I always wanted my own business and I, I really, I don't like someone else kind of telling me how to live my life. And when my kid has to go to daycare (laughs) and I can't pick her up till 6 30 PM and all of those things never really sat well with me. Um, and Mm. I knew I believed in him so much. (laughs) He had so much skill and talent. And, um, I've noticed in my growth, like when I have someone else to cheer on and bring along with me, I'm super strong. Um, and I just saw so much potential in my husband and I knew I could, I could do it as well. Um, so it took several months. We wrote a business plan. We talked about it. We started dreaming about it. We came up with names and then Stefan was at that, that terror barrier. (laughs) He's like, well, we don't have the money. So I would go get loans and I'm like, well, we have, you know, we ended up with three loans (laughs) and, um, and, and then he's like, well, we don't have an office. And I went and leased an office. <laughs> and, so, and I didn't tell you we were, we had a second child on the way and no joke um, in the labor and delivery room, Stefan called and quit his job. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Finally jumped on board. I'm like, really? Now you got to be holding my hand. No, no, don't, don't pick up the phone, but I got to. I gotta quit. <laughs> I gotta quit my job. Yeah. It, it was like that, you know, the our our youngest Hattie May. It's so funny because we always tell her, like, we had we birthed the business and you all at the same time. Yes. Oh <laughs> he jumped my on God. board right then. And I don't know if that was his push, but um, but when what everything was already in alignment, ready to go, and that's when he he jumped. And we had actually taken a trip to meet some growers, right? Yeah, because yeah. I was pregnant. Yeah. Um to talk to growers about if we do this, would you support us? And they had liked working with Stefan in the past. And um, so his relationships paid off up to that point and we had some buy-in. And mm-hmm. so, but the moment he finally like let go was, was when we had our second child. Yeah. Um, what was it Stefan in, in that moment that made you want to quit your job? I mean, I know that you, you know, you probably had been thinking about it, but like, what was it? Well, I mean, it was a lot of excuses, right? Like I was looking for every excuse not to. It's the recession yeah. or I'm not good enough or, mm-hmm. you know, everything. And then Katie would point out, well, you know, that company just, they, they thought a whole lot about you and you did 3 million of the 3.5 million sales for that company. Yeah. You know, um, so, you know, here is a special. Know, was it matern- like, were they not giving you any time off with Patty? Yeah. The, the people he was working for at the time were, were not the most um, ethical I don't know how to put, or yeah, thoughtful centered, huh? employers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I get it. You yeah. know, so there's a lot of things that just, just 
didn't fit right and yeah. i don't know if it, what the moment was i don't know if it was an aha moment or yeah. god saying hey you know if this can be this can happen anything can happen and we just yeah. went for it right and i was just like i mean I'm so grateful for taking that you know that leap, leap right yeah. like i mean yeah. and it's funny because i've been a, you know growing up i was an adrenaline you know kid of course nothing, you're... nothing scared me right nothing scared me when it came to <laughs> adrenaline i'll try it why not but here like me running my own business like whoa that seems so complicated and, you know and to you know to some other people the same thing happened to them right i'm just you know barely graduated high school went to college you know didn't like any of the core classes that i had to take and then fell in love with because my roommate dad owned 10,000 acres outside of Missoula, who I'd never met before. Right. Yeah. He, he's like, well, you could become a ranch hand at the farm because, <laughs> and as I go in there and here's all these cool plants, horticulture. And I just fell in love with smelling different kind of plants and all that kind of stuff. And it was like, yeah. And you get the winners off. And I was like, sign me up. <laughs> Operative word. I get the winners off. Huh? Right. Oh, I love it. Well, that's so, cool. I mean, because, you know, so it took, it took kind of a, a pivotal moment for you then to really take that leap and really get outside of your comfort zone. And I'm kind of curious stuff. And I mean, you know, how do you, how do you sense that even today, that, that, that discomfort, I mean, has it gone away? I mean, what's your, you know, you've been running a business now for, you know, how many years and, and, and wondering if it's, you know, still uncomfortable. Well, I think it's always going to be uncomfortable, right? Because we get pretty, we get comfortable and then you have to, how do you move forward? You got to get uncomfortable, yeah. right? So, and that's with anything, right? Like if you're, you're sitting on the couch, you got to get up. It gets, it's uncomfortable to, hey, I'm out of shape. I got to go get on the bike or go put on this, the running shoes. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, all those things are in the process. So if you can, if you can, you know, feel the confidence enough in yourself to just like, I can do that. I can, yeah. you know, I can take one step forward mm -hmm. and just see what it gets me and then mm -hmm. take another step. Yeah. To me, that's what it, you know, was a lot about. Um, when we started our second company, 11 Logistics, you know, it was just, again, we're starting this right to November of 2019. Yeah. What happened three months later? Yeah. Yeah. Right? We actually launched it right when COVID hit. So. Really? Oh my goodness. And wow. you know, to answer your question, we... I think with our growth, one of the most important things is surrounding ourselves with people that are uh, either further ahead of us or know more in certain areas than we do. Love that. Um, we jumped on a call with our business coach and mentor and yep. um, we were like, are we crazy for doing this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we walk them through everything and it's like, sounds like to me, you guys just need to go for it. And yeah. what's the worst that can happen? And that's the question he asked us and, and he start. Yeah. And it's the same as plantivity. Um, and I'll tell you that first summer we loaned that, that company money and about June, we really started, it's a logistics company. We started shipping in April and like June, mid June, late June, I was like, we are losing money <laughs> yeah. and I loaned our money to this business. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I had one of those moments. It's kind of funny. I feel like Stefan and I balance each other well, because yeah. like he said, you should see me when I'm standing on the edge of that cliff of my skis on. And he's like, just jump. It's no big deal. And I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, when we're, you know, we're going for a business, Stefan's like, you know, I don't know. And, and I can help him there. But with um, 11 logistics that first summer, I just freaked out. And it's Mm. funny because a lot of times I'm the one that was calming him down about cash flow. Oh, it's coming. We got it. But the tables really turned and Mm. uh, he's like, well, maybe we just need to give it a little time. Maybe. (laughs) And, you know, let's sit down and look why this is happening and what we can change and kind of Mm -hmm. grab me back to that place of, um, okay, take a breath, readjust and, um, and then trust yourself, you know, just sometimes Mm. we forget, we get caught up in the moment and, and the anxiety and the fear, we let it get to us. Yeah. The emotion creative. Yeah. We're either creating kind of positively moving forward or creating in that negative zone. And, um, I think that's a big check. You have to check, like, where are you using that? That right. What are you imagining? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. You like, I imagine myself living a bigger and better life. You know, um, I've always, I've always been a very picture person. So I've always seen myself in those adrenaline moments conquering. Right. So it, it took, you know, with, with plantivity, Katie kept on giving me that picture. So then I finally, I think it was just finally like, yeah, I, I am going to be successful, right? Like I am going to be this. And yeah. with 11, yeah, I think, you know, if we just, freight's not going to go anywhere. And with COVID, I mean, I, I started thinking like, wow, you know, there's going to be more and more stuff going to be shipped if we're all locked down and we're all not going to go anywhere. So I started, you know, right. I just started thinking through like, well, sun's going to change, right? Like something's got to change. We're, yeah. You know, oh, I mean, man. everybody wants toilet paper. So how's that toilet paper going to get here? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's it's got to get here somehow, right? It's got to get here somehow. So like, I you know, I, I was, if you, you know, to me, it's also thinking through it, like mm. something's, you know. Yeah. So, don't let the emotion take over. Bring yourself back around. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's kind of nice from what I'm hearing too, you guys have each other. And, I, you know, to me, that's got to be a rare thing to be able to have a, you know, husband and wife team to really like balance each other out and really help each other to kind of either pull each other back from the, you know, from the cliff yeah. if, if needed or push, right. you know, when you need it too. I mean, that's gotta be a rare, I, I think it's a rare thing to be able to have a couple really work well together. Yeah. And I mean, everyone asks that question, right? Like how, how do you work with, how do you guys work <laughs> together? And I'm like, it's my best friend. I think, you know, yeah. like, just awesome. like what you said, like the two of us together, it's like, I feel like we're unstoppable. Yeah. That's yeah, uh, we're really strong as a team. And we, we see that and we, we, one big lesson for me, which we kind of told you before we started the podcast, is yeah. I have to listen. <laughs> Imagine that. I have to uh, I have to let him have some input too. <laughs> uh, well, so, um, yeah. But it, it's kind of fun to see our growth and where we came from. And when the tables do tr- change and recognize when he can step up and kind of give me some strength and support and mm-hmm. when I need to do that for him as well. Um, yeah. And it's in all of life, our parenting and our yeah. businesses. Everything. Marriage. Yeah. Parenting. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's got, that's gotta be just an amazing, um, uh, amazing to have an ally like that, to be able to work together and, and really know that they've got your back, you know, each, each of you've got each other's back. Um, so what's been the biggest challenge for you, you know, as you've, you know, you started a business in the pandemic and you've, you've begun to grow that now and, and and growing the other business what what has been some of the biggest challenges for you or a biggest challenge 
Yeah. Well, it, it's funny how it evolves and changes. Um, mm-hmm. When we were starting our company, um, my parents owned, they bought my grandfather's business when I was probably eight or nine years old. Okay. So I've seen them grow that business. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I was talking to my dad and he said, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can make money and still go down. So um, in <laughs> yeah. the beginning, that was just, I was just so focused on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, you also have to tap into that belief of knowing it's coming, trusting yourself. And mm-hmm. for me, it's trusting kind of the higher power as well. And just believing yeah. that you know, everything's okay. It will be okay. And, and we're going to keep going no matter what, um, mm, what that. are, I mean, that was, I think the beginning the cash flow thing was our biggest, yeah. like 2 AM. Oh my God, honey. I wake him up at 2 AM freaking out. And then we talk about it and then I go back to sleep and he's like, and then I can't sleep. And then he can't <laughs> use that. Right. Cause I'm in sales mode of like, right. well, geez, then I better start selling some more, right? Sell some more. Yeah. At midnight, you know, building trucks, you know, finding more growers, buying more plant material, whatever you may have it. Yeah. So it was always this like, Oh, you know, you're, you know, hold your breath. Everything's going to work. And that, and it did, it did. Right. And I think, and I think if people step into that of yeah, putting their, their effort in the right place, mm-hmm. you know, not being a neg Nelly and yeah. thinking, okay, this is going to work. I'm going to get this to work sure. and then step into it. Okay. I'm not getting paid. So I need to call that guy and uh-huh. Hey, can you pay? Like, yeah. Just have a real conversation with people. Let's just work with me. Yeah. Right. Instead of the speculation of, you know, imagining what that, that person may be or their feelings, you it's having real conversations with yourself and with others of what are the expectations? Yeah. Yeah. I think some of the, what, well, I'll tell you our main core values relationships and, and I, you know, it's, um, our tagline for plantivity is rooted in your success and, it's kind of a combination of that. Like, I think it's Zig Ziglar that says, if you can help yeah. enough other people get what they want, you'll have anything in life you want. And yeah. we just have always built, tried to build strong relationships. Um, mm-hmm. stop. And I think falling back on that, um, even today, um, you know, customers that would never buy from us, they're our biggest customer now. It, it takes time. But if you just keep planting the seed and doing the right thing, and um, we were adamant about paying our bills on time, we were yeah. adamant about um, just taking care of our clear customers. communication, doing the right thing, yeah. always, you know, always stepping into what do I need to do to help this person succeed, mm. right? Yeah. What, what Zig Ziglar said, or Albert Einstein said, of you know, these things are vital to the success of the business, and it's your name, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's your name that's on the line. Yeah. So and you I, had some you had some core core behaviors that you really adhered to, like paying your bills on time and making sure you're not stretching that out. And I, I love that. And uh, you know, th- those are those are imp- really important. I think I think any business owner who wants to grow and and really um, excel is has to have some of those not core, not just core values, but some of those success behaviors as well. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's, um, it's not easy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we had three lines of credit. We had sure. 
we had, we must have had like six credit cards because the bank wouldn't give us a high limit. So you oh, have yeah. open a whole nother credit card. <laughs> and, and, you know, yeah. now the, our, our bookkeeper's like, why do we have like eight credit cards, you know, and we don't use <laughs> sure. them. Um, but you know, and that's where relationships come in too, you know, calling American express and say, Hey, we really, you know, we're, we're going to pay it this month, but we need a little higher limit. Can you help us out? And just growing those. So with every, in every area of the business, it's really proven, Mm -hmm. um, to just help us. And our other goal is like, if we can help our customers be successful, if we can help the growers we buy from be successful, then kind of the byproduct is our own success because sure. we're a middleman, we're a broker. Yeah. So um, we have like two sides to balance. We have to right. keep our growers happy because that's the only reason we have products mm-hmm. and we have to keep our customers happy because they're the ones buying the products. So yeah. Um, yeah. the very, you are asking about hardships. So yeah. when we first finally convinced Stefan to do this, Our first job was a volunteer planting at our daughter's elementary school. Um, It was before she was there. And um, we had ordered all these plants, organized everything. 200 volunteers were showing up to plant the material. Well, what was it? Five or six days out, (laughs) the truck driver picks up the material. (laughs) And um, Stefan gets a call like, well, I don't remember if you called him or he called you, but um, he had gone to, he was picked up in Oregon. He had gone to Washington to his mom's house to pick up a TV okay. <laughs> oh, no. on his way. And oh, I'm like, God. okay, no big deal. And, and, and to keep this in place, this is our very first truck. Oh no. Our very first sell. Oh, so, no. it, you know, this is Anybody listening to this? Yeah. This is the very first thing. The very first thing that we're trying to get down the road underneath the brand name company called Plantivity. Oh my God. And it goes awry. It just goes, this guy doesn't. Well, and I'm like, Stefan, it's okay. He's going to do fine. And Stefan's like, oh boy, I've had truck drivers like this before. (laughs) And And you're thinking, oh my gosh. The next day we get a call and he's like, I got in a fight with my boyfriend and he took the truck keys to Arizona. (laughs) No, I'm stuck. We're like, what? And so Stefan's starting to freak out, and I'm like, no, we're just gonna we're gonna give him a bonus. Surely he can figure this out. Like, and so we're offering the guy cash, and it just gets closer and closer. And then I think the night before the delivery is supposed to happen, he calls Stefan. I don't want to be a truck driver anymore. And oh, Stephen, no. like, just get here. We'll yeah. have this talk. I'll be your counselor. I'll help you figure out your life, but just get the truck just in the get it here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guess what? He showed up not the day the 200 volunteers showed up the next day. So oh, we bought everything local for about five times the cost, got it all to the job site for the volunteers last minute. And then the truck driver showed up the day after everything was planted. <laughs> Two days oh, later. So, but it was just like. So it was wow. definitely a, a rocky start. This is, this is how we're starting this business. Did I do the right thing? <laughs> Did I do wow, this? Well, thanks for so, yeah. so much for first. <laughs> For me to quit my jobs to do right. this, right? I thought I, I was ju- going to be selling plants, not a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I jumped and it was kind of a rocky road on the way down, right? Bumpy road. That cliff was very steep and it's I'm still falling here. Yeah, no kidding. Anybody want to throw me a parachute or some wings? I'm at a, and it you know and it just took time, right? It yeah. took, we did the right thing. We went and got everything. Got in my little pickup. I drove around. I got stuff delivered. Yeah, and we we did. We had to pay five. Five times the price. Wow! But we did the right thing, and that's—I mean, again, it's that's, 
Yeah. That's comes, you got to step into these things that are well, just. Yeah. Comes back to your core values. Right. I mean, right. It, you know what, what you really believe and it's your name on the, you know, on the, on the business. So right. yeah. we can't yeah. go tell them old truck driver. Oh, have. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't do that. Don't, you know, I don't know what to, for you to do about your 200 volunteers, whatever. You know, yeah. no, 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 no. That's no. not, that's not going to no. happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You wow. made a promise to deliver that stuff. You go, you, you do it, whatever it takes, you do it. Yeah. Right? Well, I, I love I love that I love hearing that story because here's the reason why I love it is because you sometimes sometimes business owners who who are starting a business think that it's going to be you know rainbows and unicorns and it's like I'm going to start this business and it's just going to like you know right. going to explode you know I'm going to exit the business with a you know 20 times EBITDA and all of this you know all of this great stuff. And, and yet the first day, the first project out of the <laughs> gate could be, you know, if you're yeah. not willing to, to push through, it could be your last, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, I, and I get it, right? Like, I mean, we, we all see, the, you know, these diff- these successes, yeah. but I guarantee you everybody's success has gone through some wall like that. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah. And not just one. <laughs> not just one. Yes, and, exactly. and, it, and it, you're going to go through more, right? Right, right. I mean, every year there's always a battle. Yeah, but you can do it and you do yeah. the right thing. Absolutely. You learn. We didn't, you know, you just learn each yeah. time you learn a little more and then you get a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think as you grow, it changes what mm-hmm. throws you off and, you know, and then, you know, the money gets bigger, you get more comfortable maybe with cash flow or something like that. But then you have these, you know, other problems, you know, last year we had a, a, a guy ship a, pro- a bunch of product from Canada and it got to Aspen Valley and it was delivered to a very high profile house and, um, and it all got rejected because it had bugs and oh, we couldn't no. send it back to Canada. We couldn't because Canada won't let you cross the border again. And mm. we just, we had to destroy everything wow. um, because oh, the department goodness. of ag was on us, our customers on us. It's another yeah. one of those things. And that was a $30,000, like, ouch. Wow. Yeah. We didn't get it back. We have, we have an $8,000 credit with that grower (laughs) that we can't buy from. We We wouldn't buy from either, but (laughs) yes, right. But you can't, yeah. (laughs) But it's those, you know, it, it doesn't ever stop. It just changes. And I think, um, you, that's where that faith and that trust comes in that, you know, if you just keep taking that next step and doing Uh the right thing, it's gonna, you're going to get there. You're going to figure it out. Yeah. Talk a little bit about, so, you know, metaphorically, we're talking about growth, but actually you guys are in the growth business, you know, growing, you know, plants and, and, and um, trees and, and all of these living things, but, but you as business owners. So one of the things I think I heard both of you say is you've really been investing too in your own personal growth. How has that impacted your business? I mean, Katie, you talked about, you know, your business coach and I, I know, enough about you guys that you've, you've been in masterminds and, and you've really been investing in yourselves. What's the impact of that? And, and, and maybe like, how did you get involved in that? Yeah. Do you want? Well, I mean, I leave it. It's, you know, she's the one who pushed me into it. I was reluctant, (laughs) thought I knew everything, yada, yada, yada. Right. I've been doing this for so long and I got to say it's a hundred times fold. It just, right? Your awareness changes. Sure. I think that's instrumental for anyone's successes to be able to, you know, 
not get caught in the situation and mm-hmm. have the awareness to, you know, to look at all different perspectives. Right. Um, and I'll tell you, so when we first started, I, I just knew I had to get better. Right. Sure. So I don't know QuickBooks, but I have to, and my mom <laughs> in college, I called my parents and I said, I have insufficient, insignificant funds in my, in the ATM mom. <laughs> <laughs> insignificant. I love it. And my dad's like, was that insufficient Katie? <laughs> and here I am managing the financial side of two multi-million dollar businesses now. So oh I didn't gosh, start there. I, yeah. you know, my mom tried so hard to get me to balance my checkbook. Um, but anyway, um, I thought, well, I'm going to join the business peer groups and we lived outside of Denver. So I found the SBDC. I joined those groups and, um, you know, a lot of it was about business. Um, they would bring in some about personal growth, just little bits and pieces, but I thought, oh, I need to grow business wise. I need to know this more. I need to understand it more. And then, um, gosh, I, I think Jim Rohn, someone introduced me to Darren Hardy. I think Jim Rohn was the first one I saw his quotes. Yeah. And um, why, why not, why not me? Why not, why not now? I think I had that on my board. Yes. (laughs) Um, But I eventually, um, you know, you have to grow on the inside to grow on the outside. And I just started realizing that there was something missing. I was learning how Mm. to do business better and all these things more but we still weren't really satisfied. And, um, it was just that longing inside, like some, there's something more. And mm. I think that John, Mac- I started reading, um, business development books, but then it kind of started tying in. I think I got John Maxwell's leadership sure. journal or something. Okay. And then yeah. I found out about the John Maxwell team. And, and that's when I really started learning, like you have to grow on the inside to be more on the outside. Yeah. And, um, that, I mean, really, <laughs> Once you get that and really start understanding it, your whole world changes. I mean, just your relationships, your ability to, um, to just let go of fear, I -hmm. think, Mm -hmm. um, and that trust I was talking about, but also, um, you just see the whole world differently and, and, and understand kind of the bigger meaning, the bigger picture to, to kind of why you're doing all this. And it's, it's not just about money and it's not about the reports and mm-hmm. um, there's so much more to it. So. Yeah. Well, and, and what, what keeps you like going back for, for more, uh, more self-development, more personal growth, because I mean, I, I'd love to like get your perspective on turning point, because I know that you both were there and I, I know that you really, you know, leaned in and because I saw you guys doing the exercises together. It was so cool. Um, so what keeps you coming back? And, and like, why did you even come to Turning Point? Yeah, you want me to go? Or- <laughs> I, I just liked, for me, it was surrounding myself with people like mind. Yeah. Like those yeah. people are all there wanting to learn. Mm-hmm. They're open-minded. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're growth-oriented. Yeah right? Like it's, it's, it, there's, there's only positive feelings coming out of that. Yeah. Like it was just amazing to be able to, every single person there is wanting to grow and do or have more, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're wanting that they're yeah. hungry for that. And that's what I am. And I, you know, yeah. you go around here, you know, we, we live in a town of 5,000. There's yeah. not that kind of people. I mean, there's people <laughs> out here that are, but like, not to that energy. Sure, sure. Not yeah. to that, you know, wanting it so badly for a change and, and yeah. see the greater good of things. Yeah. And I'm not sure 
I was a college athlete. I, I, from the time I was probably four or five years old, I wanted to go to the Olympics okay. and I, like first it was running and then it was gymnastics and then, <laughs> and then I grew too much and it was swimming. <laughs> yeah. Um, so oh. I always had that, like, I want to be better. I want to get better. And I, I think I kind of innately learned that you have to do more than most people to mm-hmm. get to the next level. Yeah. Um, and now it's, I don't know if that's kind of what planted that seed, but I, I just always want to be more. I want to be better as a mom, mm. as a wife, as a, as yeah. a leader to my, my employees. Like, I just always feel like there's more and I know I can do better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's just in me. Like, I really always want to, but once I figured out that you really can't, like you have to work to find the people to surround yourself with. Yeah. Um, it's not. And I, that, I think that came through John Maxwell and then Paul Martinelli and I'm just starting to understand mastermind groups and, um, and I've had a business women in business group, actually a mastermind group and we're all over the country. You know, we, um, it's not like you can go next door and say, Hey, let's talk about personal growth, (laughs) right? right. (laughs) self-image mastery. And, exactly. um, it's just, you have to really reach and, um, kind of search for those people. Um, and so, you know, Stefan and I, I think you you do, you have to just go, you got to seek it out, be proactive. Right. Right. And then once you're surrounded with a group that's in that place and really supports you. And I feel like there are no limits Uh, and I, and I feel like you need that support. Um, you know, just like our trees grow, you have to have the fertile soil. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Right. At, you know, like turning point, I think Paul said, you're, yeah. you're a lot of people are not going to follow you and they're, That's you know, right. they, may, they may even be critical of you, right? Your own family. Your yeah. Own oh family yeah. Be critical. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you know, you have to let go of that. Like, right. Right. Like and I, seek out the ones that will support. I mean, you. I, I yeah. grew up in a horrible house that mm-hmm. was, you know, you can't do that. You can't do this. You can't sure. do that. And you're like, why yeah why not (laughs) yeah you know and it's just because they 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 didn't they were limited right they had their limited yeah their programming as well well it's interesting you say that because i know that one of the people who is at turning point um told his buddies that what he was doing and they were like you're doing what you're going where you invested how much are you crazy and you know he he's you know he told me then later he said the closer we got to turning point the more they were texting me like okay how's it going you know and and what's what's been happening has been good and all that kind of stuff so you know i think sometimes we can have an effect on other people that we don't even realize that we're having that effect and you know it takes us though being proactive finding those people that are our people that help support us challenge us and, and push us to, to the next level. So yeah. um, that's I, what, that's what changes the world. And I yeah, think exactly. not, yeah. not being scared to talk about it because we're all, because yeah. a lot of times you do feel so different when you're starting to learn all this. And, yeah. and I know me, it was like a little bit scary, even with Stefan, like when I started sure. with John Maxwell and learning all this and, yeah. um, and you know, the people closest to you are sometimes like, you know, it's that you're changing. What's right. wrong with the people? Right. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and what did and you do so, with my wife? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have to take, um, kind of a leap of faith there too, and start sharing that with others. Cause like you said, it's amazing. Um, you don't even realize who, who it's 
changing and people how, how you're helping others to see and we do this with our teams a lot and start introducing them to to growth and that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you, how do you invest in your people? Talk, talk a little bit about that because one of the things that I have often said is that you really can't grow a company unless the people that make that company up are growing too. I mean, you really have to have that, you know, that, that fertile soil, that, that environment to be able to grow. So how do you guys in, invest in your people? How do you help them to grow to the extent that you can and that they want to? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we really encourage um, people to have kind of a, I don't know if it's a balance, but whatever their interests are, we want to help them develop that too. Yeah. We understand that you can't be happy if you only, I mean, we've both been in jobs where it's just like work, 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 and you have to stay here till this and you can't do that. So we encourage growth in that way with yeah. them kind of pushing other parts of their life that they have interest in. But we also do a lot of coaching with our teams. We bring in programs. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And we, you know, I'm not a micromanager. Yeah. I think the big thing, like what a lot of people want, they want goals. Yeah. Right. But they also don't want somebody standing over them telling what they're doing wrong. Yeah. So be adults. I'm not here to babysit you. Set the expectation and, and, and set the expectation of like, we're all here to win. Not one of us is better than the other. Mm -hmm. We're all building this business together. Yeah. And each part of the spoke is important to this wheel. Right. Yeah. Like it has to, it all has to work together you know, and, and we pay, we, we pay for classes. So, um, yeah. I'll announce, you know, like, um, Barb was teaching a class. I can't remember a few. So I invited, it was for women. So I invited yeah. all the girls that work for us, you know, we'll, we'll cover this. If you guys yeah. take it, this is when it is. Um, and so, um, you know, we, we have it in front of them and offer it to, mm -hmm. to um I think, and we, try to we took everyone to that. i remember that because i was there yeah um you know we, we had really we had a person we had a business coach through yeah. you know the empowered living and jenna armada's coached our team right so like awesome. I mean, there's a lot of that yeah she and i are getting you know personal coat you know that so yeah yeah, yeah we do a lot of it and um That's i great. think too we we try to use our core values and get a coach to help a lot of times we did that with our team. We kind of work on our core values and how, yeah. um, how we're using them in our lives. And, um, yeah, it's, that. it's, we just that. always keep trying to include little things. I would love to take the team to like a turning point, you know, how <laughs> yeah. cool would that be? That'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Well, and, and speaking of that, it, it so I, I have to ask you, as you think about turning point, what was your, what was your biggest takeaway from, from, from that event? Um, and, and I'd love to like ask each, each of you, I don't know if it's the same, but I, I would love to ask you like, what's your biggest takeaway? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> I, got, I got a good one. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I, I was really trying to work on, I've, I've had a hard time with, um, being okay with my success. Mm being okay. And also being able to share it with others. Yeah. I've always kind of downplayed, um, who I was in my success. Cause I felt bad for others in my life that didn't have it, or I don't know, it was one of these things. And I was always thought everything had to be fair. And if you're kind of rising above that average, then 
you're making other people feel bad. And, uh, and so it's been something I've had to kind of work through and grow through and I'm still working on it. But um, that was one of my biggest things at turning point is I was really challenging myself to step into, um, you know, speaking that I am successful and that's great. And I'm proud yeah. of myself and, and mm-hmm. my higher power is that's what he wants from me yeah. um, and how he created me to be. So yes. I should be proud of it. So that was yeah. one of my biggest kind of growth moments and uh, experiences there. And to have my husband there with me was really powerful. <laughs> that, had to be, that had to be cool. That had to be really cool. It was, that was fun. Stefan, what about you? What was yours? You know, I, we had, so one of the things that I do, I, I, you know, if we, the, I don't know if you're familiar with the disc assessment, but oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a high D. Okay. All right. Right. So I'm a driver. Let's, let's do it. Let's get, get it done. I'll yep. live with my mistakes. So I really took a step back in this to just help, mm, right. Yeah. And do the best I can to help other people become better. Right. And I wanted to learn how to do that because I don't feel I can grow these businesses to what I want them to be. I can't do it by myself. I can't do it with Katie. It has to be through a team of people. So it was nice for me to step back, be the last one on everything and let other people and encourage other people to try their, their risk or to try their new, you know, a different, something that they would never have done before. And it was nice to see that. And like, we were up on one of those huge obstacles up there in the sky and it was nice. Finally, you know, one of these gentlemen, he just all of a sudden just looked at me and it was a completely different look than 15 minutes earlier on the same obstacle yeah. you know, at the beginning from the, at the end. And he was asking me if I was okay. Really? <laughs> right. He had all of a sudden grown all this confidence while being 60 feet above the air. Yeah. He was telling the whole team how to move across a certain, you know, this, this obstacle. Like yeah. he took complete control of it and he made everyone in that, like everyone listened to him. You know, everyone, yeah. you know, Don, it was just like, wow, like you can see the change. Interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. To see wow. these people like, you know, there's an uh, Barbara, right? She's yeah. what? She's 78 years old, up yeah. there, 71 or something like that up there. Like, like, holy yeah. Susan, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was right? amazing. Like, and I think like you can bring that back to our teams and say, where do we prevent them from stepping into that leader that they mm-hmm. are and that they have yeah. within? Mm-hmm. Like how much as business owners are we kind of either trying to control things or um, think we know more or whatever it is as, yeah. as the leader. And if we could just stop and take a step back and be quiet and see what they do and how they perform, isn't it amazing? you know? Yeah. 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 I learned so from his too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's, that, that is great. Yeah. You guys, you guys got the double bonus because you can kind of learn from each other, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, for me that I was, that was my element, right? Like I was in my element being way up there high off the ground. I wasn't like, so it was really nice for me to be able to see everyone else stop. Look at, look at these people, right? Like right. slow down a second and help them feel comfortable just because you are doesn't right. mean they are yeah. so take a second and recognize where you can help yeah well it's kind of like so I, I and I think what I'm hearing you say too is you kind of stepped out of that when you in the in the from the d disc you know profile you stepped out of that d and you know probably came across the other side of the line and and was more of an s you know try to support people and and really for for a moment or two or or, or you know a few hours anyway 
really be able to kind of um, switch and, and switch off that part of your personality, which that takes a lot of, you know, emotional intelligence and it takes a lot of effort too, I'm sure. Right. But it was also a lot of growth for me to be able to recognize that like, yeah, hey, dude, you, you can't, you can't be this, you know, race car to red light all the time. It's true. true. Slow it down, help yeah. your, help your employees and yeah. allow them to grow, to be the next general manager or mm -hmm. the next top salesperson. Right. Cause right. you're going to do this all your life and, and, and then try to have complete control of everything. I yeah. sure as hope not. Yeah, right. 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 So yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, Stefan and Katie, I, I know um, that it's been a delight to have you guys here and just sharing your journey, sharing the growth of not only your business, but your, you know, your personal lives as well. And, and we didn't even get into some of the other challenges I know that, you know, you guys have faced and maybe, maybe we'll have to do round two for a podcast, but certainly I'm grateful for you guys being here and um, sharing your story. So, so thank you. Yeah, you absolutely. Anytime. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for Thank having you us. for having us. Absolutely. It's totally, totally my pleasure. Well, um, if, if people want to get in touch with you and, and know more about Plantivity and, and your other, uh, what was your other business called? 11 Mile? No. 11 Logistics. 11 Logistics. Yeah. 11 with two L's. E-L-L. -L. <laughs> okay. So the 11, it was a marketing thing. It doesn't go well with spell check, but <laughs> really cute marketing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how do they get in touch with you guys? Yeah. So our website is um, plantivity.net in 11logistics.com. Those are two ways they can learn more about us. Awesome. Um, Plantivity has a Facebook page and everyone bear with 11 Logistics because we've been growing so fast. We're, we haven't caught up to the growth. So um, coming soon, we'll be on social media more. Um, but right now, yeah. And then Stefan Hyatt and Katie Hyatt, we're both on Facebook. Stefan's on Instagram. Um, awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. I will make sure we put that in the show notes. And so people can connect with you guys. Um, I'm sure that you'll have some, some leaders who are listening to this that will uh, want to reach out and connect. So um, oh, we would absolutely love it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank awesome. You. Well, thanks guys. I appreciate you guys being here. Thank absolutely. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, you know, one of the first takeaways for me anyway, for, from this conversation is that starting and building a business is all about courage. And taking a step in the direction of your dreams, even when adversity presents itself. And quite honestly, every business owner and, and every leader is going to face adversity. Trust me, if you haven't yet, you're going to. But just taking a step, even when you face adversity, you just have to be able to take the step and feel the fear anyway. There were two other things that Katie and Stefan shared that I think are really important. And the first is what Katie said about Stefan. And I don't know if you caught this. It was really early on in the conversation. She said, I believed in him so much when she was talking about Stefan and, and starting the business. And man, you know, somebody that believes in you like that, you've got to have somebody like that around you. And, and she also said that, you know, she knows that when she has someone else around her to bring along with her and, and, and cheer on with her, she's super strong. And I think that that's just really important to, to understand. I think for a lot of us is that 
if you're starting a business or if you're beginning any new endeavor, you have to be able to have others around you to help you when your own belief falters and, and, and having that inner circle to cheer you on when you need it, or quite frankly, even kick you in the backside when you need the push to get through that terror barrier. It's, it's so important in the growth process. And, and I, I, I know that like for me, I don't want to, I don't want to let my inner circle down because they're believing in me. And so it, it helps me to be strong when maybe I might not be on my own. So the power of others is super strong. Now, the second thing that both of them shared was really about the power of harnessing um, our imagination to see our success. By seeing ourselves, by seeing yourself as successful and allowing the vision that we have guide us rather than allowing our emotions to, to take us down a, a, a wrong track is, is really something that I think is important in every growth journey. And as I listened to them share their story, I, I also heard really three fundamentals that are so important for, for anyone to adopt. You, you don't have to be a, a business owner. Um, but those, those fundamentals were first, do the right thing. Honor commitments was the second one. And find a way was a third one. Those are three behaviors that I heard them articulate as they started their business and in the process of growing their business. And quite frankly, all of these are really key to being successful and growing both personally and professionally. And I guess on top of that, then investing in the business owner and the people that are on the team just continue to help keep the company growing so that you can serve more people. I've always said that you can't have a growing company unless the people within it are growing too. So that means doing new things. That means trying new things. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really all about continuing to prog make progress. And I really, I really appreciated the authenticity of Stefan and Katie in this conversation. And I really appreciated them sharing their own growth journey with all of us. And, and, and if you liked it too, please just do me a quick favor and scroll to the ratings part of your podcast app and give us a five-star review. And then also share a review while you're there. Just maybe add one of the things that impressed you the most from today's episode. And if you're not subscribed yet, please hit the subscribe button and I'd love to, to also be in touch with you um, just in a more personal way. You know, every week I, I write an email to my community to encourage them and, and just really further our collective growth around leadership and, 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 and business and, and community. And in the show notes, you'll see uh, a link to my website. It's simply davidmcglennon.com. And when you scroll to the bottom of the site, you can join our email community. I'd, I'd really be honored to to, to have you a part of that community. Now, on the next episode, you're going to hear from another leader who is a founding member of the Emerging Leader Inner Circle. And you're not going to want to miss the causativity of Cosimo Bisceglia. Um, he, 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 you're going to just love him. You're going to love his energy. And so make sure that you check in the episode next week. So until then, though, keep growing and be well. Mm -hmm.